Beast Cold Open is dedicated to the Dust 1947 game mom, Alicia. I am told by the infidels of this basement, this is her favorite theme music. Between the time when the bandwidth carried radio waves from Sverograd and the rise of the Sons of Ragnar, there was a tale undreamed of. And unto this motor club, destined to wear the jeweled crown of podcasting upon a troubled brow. It is I, the co-host, who alone can tell thee of their saga. Let me tell you the days of pretty okay adventure. Attention all good brothers and sisters, welcome to Tales from the Bolterlands. This whole Android update, even though it's raining code, has dropped a ton of info. I'm looking at one right now, and it's the here we go. Time to get everybody get ready. Get ready to take a shot. The spawn of Shelbaroth. Schlub. Schlub. That looks the, like the spawn of Schlubby. Schlubby McGrath. McGrath. All right. I like it. This thing is wicked, man. I'm looking at this thing, 18 points, and when we read off everything it does, this it, is like it does everything. This is like first round draft pick. Like if you play Mythos, wet or dry, why don't you play with this? I mean, this is at the double. 
gets the free move action at performing a march move. So it's going to come screaming onto the table because that means it's going six. It's going six. Come screaming onto the table. You got it's meet those creature. So it's going to be immune to suppression and critical hits. So sad, real guns. It's got psychic vortex. So that's new. That is a new thing for this particular model. So once per game, it gets to do the free action, a free action to attack all units, friend or foe, within range two. And it has tentacles that have grapple. So when it hits a target, it gains a stun token. Walks two, runs four. Turn one, it's going to come onto the table probably six. No, no reason not to use your no because it has ten hit points because it's, it's well if it comes level five vehicle level five with ten hit points like it can walk out there pretty far and not die, which means round two, you move a little bit, slap some foos and then blow up. Yeah, and then a couple things to just make note: the psychic vortex is considered limited ammo, uh, but it's a blast versus everything does decent damage i mean level four tanks take five hit points of damage on the psychic vortex the tentacle it only has it says tentacle is a multiple but it's considered one weapon yes so you can't you, you get like four what, five five attacks on every rank of yeah. infantry so you can't split that out it's one it's one you're, weapon you're attacking one you're attacking one square right and like eat, eat a stun token uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, with five dice, you're probably going to hit one of those, and that can really shut down an entire. Oh yeah, so, that know. slow. I mean, and we learned. You know, we had to do. We had to. We're constantly learning a little bit about the game as we go on, and one of the things we didn't re- realize until recently was, even if you're if you got a stun token on you, you can still defend yourself in melee. You're not completely locked down. No, stun token, you can't. Suppression, you can't. Suppression? All right, I got my S's wrong. Sorry. Okay. Never mind. There's a lot of letters there. There's a lot of... Anyway. I, I, I have a small collection of Mythos. I can't see not playing this model. This is this is came in like a wrecking ball. No, and especially if, if they update some of the platoons to carry this as opposed to carrying one of the other, the minor spawns of Cthulhu. Say, because, you know, the, the, the first strike guys... Take this thing and one of the little spawns of Cthulhu with one of the big baddies, you know, to try to mix it up a little bit. I could definitely see that working. But I don't know if they're going to be updating any of the platoons accordingly. But it would be interesting if they did. Because this is a large creature. I mean, this takes up two squares. It would be really, really interesting. The other thing with this model in particular is that we've heard about this model in terms of the build for it for a very long time now. And just how Paolo and the studio itself got it to have the look that it has. It was a very, it's a radically different way of building this model. And so I'll be really curious to see what it looks like in the flesh, you know, how it looks compared to all the other ones that have come out. Because let's be real, there's a lot of fiddly bits on this thing. And if it was anything other than like that, spines, that hard, that, if it was anything other than like, like the hard plastic, I would see these things getting snapped off real quick. Yeah, my uh, ninjas are two years old, and the, the I got to send them back to Jungle Village. They got to rearm back to the blacksmith. How many? Yeah, you you missing some swords? Yeah, you, you still it's okay though because you still have harsh language. Yes, 
Like I throw a lot of that around. Switching gears, uh, in the uh, never it seems like never ending info dump that is the Android update for Dustin List, we finally got to see numbers on the Barking Luther. The Barking Luther, not as bad as we thought it was going to be. Based when we saw the pictures, we were terrified. Yes, we thought it was going to be you know, oh, why play anything else? Take two of these and call me in the morning, because. You're going to be sore. Yeah. Still tons of DACA. Just not a very thick chassis, we'll say. Yeah. So, Barking Luther, uh, for those catching up to us, that is the walker for the mercenaries with the sextuple recordless guns. Coming in at range 12, it is a double blap on infantry, and it is four shots on Every vehicle up to five, and then at six and seven, it's two shots. Those shots doing lots of damage. It's, uh, again, insta-killing level threes. So all your light walkers hopping in, they're, they're going to be in, in serious trouble with four shots coming in. KV-47s, you know, at five damage all a piece, they're, they're going to – well, the KV-47s aren't insta-kill, but – yeah, five damage a piece. They, well, they still got to roll a lot of That's DR. That's a lot of DR to, to suffer yeah. through. Level four, again, four shots, five damage. I can see this doing with against the level five stuff. This is a pretty hard puncher against those level five. So, like, that would be, like, uh, Sigrid, Snow Lynx, I'm pretty sure is a level five. Anything yeah. with this sort of Luther chassis is yeah. at level five, and usually they're a little bit thicker. You know, they've got seven wounds and five, and you know, rank yep. five. Well... This thing is hitting for four damage a piece, shooting four times. You're probably going to hit at least two, yeah. maybe like one or two for sure. Decent odds, even without putting Alex in, in the cockpit. Oh, right, yeah. So it also has a flamethrower at range two, and we all know what flamethrowers do. They wreck infantry. I mean, they stole this right from – from. they stole this off the, the, the lift waffle walkers, this yeah. flamethrower. Technically, that is a butchered name. Everyone had to take a shot. And uh, so it comes in at five hit points. Uh, again, level three. It's you got to be crafty with it. You can't just walk down the middle of a board. It is the definition. It, it, it's a glass cannon. Yeah. I would say this is definitely a glass cannon because, you know, at a rank three tank, this is going to get cracked by just about anything. But it's got some sweet range. I, I, I still find it very useful. I think it's going to be very interesting as a mercenary vehicle i think this could help folks out if they got some deficiencies in the, in the long game well it's also interesting that it doesn't have dr one of the one of the mercenary vehicles that doesn't have damage resilience whatsoever yeah it seems like they they usually reserve the dr for the kvs right i don't do, do they have any luther's chassis with with dr no okay not that i know of. still for 15 points that's a lot of offense no, especially uh, they are get, the the mercenaries are going to get a huge boost to their anti tank abilities, especially when you throw in like the anti tank squadron of the scooters. Like suddenly they've got they've got anti tank guns all over the place, almost dripping because they got plenty of flame weapons that hasn't slowed down either. We've seen the picture where the barking Luther comes with two sets of arms. You've got the the six tuple recoilless guns. And then you see the flamers, the, the the flame cannons. 
so that is the the fire lizard. The fire lizard. So that's the that's the pink flamingo minus minus magna, right? Yeah, no pilot. No pilot. No pilot, but it's also not unique. So for 12 points, you've got your triple flamer walker again. So, you know, same stat line. Uh, walks two, marches four, level three vehicle. Have some more fire. And, and also, I kind of want to point out, too, the both of these chassis have a, uh, a front-mounted twin heavy machine gun. I think did they get that right. Yeah, it's a twin heavy. That's some decent dice to throw at a vehicle. I mean, two shots for two damage on aircraft level two. Not terrible. You know, still it's still a heavy twin heavy. So it's, the fire lizard you know, is just a regular machine gun. Is that in the app? Yes. Okay. I'm cheating. I'm using the Android. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. The the fire lizard as opposed to against infantry, it's the fire lizard is. Seven six four three, where the other one is seven seven five four. I wonder. I wonder if this is like the KDS show that they've got the wrong bit in the picture, because the picture shows a twin heavy up on the turret. Yeah, that's interesting. So whereas, because whereas that, the app, that was that was one of the one of the gripes about whereas the app has no picture. Yeah. The uh, the there was an early gripe about the KDS show because it's the wrong bit. In, in terms of deets, yeah, for like yeah. You know, for historical accuracy, well, there if were, you want to call it that, yeah, there were there were a couple there were a couple gripes because the picture on the package shows three turrets, the weapons and three unique turrets, but inside the box it's only one turret, and you just switch out the weapons, yeah, and then the other one was it's got a, the bit in the box is a dual heavy machine gun bit, but it's not, it's a single barrel, it's a single machine gun oops can't play WYSIWYG man I tell you it's a rough life but still fun to use so again I it's kind of it's it's I mean, we've been we've been what since last September we've been speculating on what the barking Luther yeah from, and we were from the old concept pick, and we right? were terrified it's like now the only thing I'm terrified for is about that black mamba that aircraft that has the phasers and every, you know, is literally like it is the, you know, the C C one or AC one thirty gunship yeah. basically in nineteen forty seven. Like, I'm afraid of no man, but that thing, it scares me. <laughs> just flying over the field, Kobe. You know, just trashing everything. Scary days ahead, but man, I I kind of can't wait to play with it. I. You know, even just playing solid mercs, I think that's going to give you. That's merc, mercs aren't known for having extreme reach with with their weaponry. They usually have to get up close. You know, put yourself in in, in danger. Having this thing at range twelve, would you say that this is definitely a target for the trader? <laughs> yeah, I would. If uh, you had one thing to blow up in your enemy's army, what would it be? That's it's not a bad choice. I mean, that or blow up one of the, one of the if you, if they if they're rocking the the raid scooters. I mean, that could be detrimental too. I mean, it all comes down to your to your build. But I mean, if you're rocking the trader slash well, if you're rocking priest, the, if you're rocking the trader, I mean, and they're running this thing and the scooters. I mean, 
this trader could probably kill one of the scooters with this pistol and then still, <laughs> and still melee the walker. It's probably fine. He just kind of lines up, you know. He does the old, the, the humongous, you know, with that 357 Magnum. You know, just kind of stands there yeah. and just, you know, just two fists it and just blows the dude away at, you know, 300 yards. It's fine. It's a little Webley pistol. I don't care. He's lucky with it. It's all good. It's my 47 special. <laughs> find yourself feeling small are you difficult to find is your loadout underwhelming if you answered yes to any of these questions it's okay rockfit industries is here for you hi i'm scott waterford founder and ceo of rockfit industries a subsidiary of rockfit interdimensional for years now my company hasn't just been on the bleeding edge of innovation we are the bleeding edge of innovation. Rockfit Industries has gambled on armies traditionally regarded as non-competitive. Rangers, Red Army, Vermont. I say good armies are where you find them. Which brings me to our newest innovation, Rockflex. Derived from the same medical advances that brought us Ivan Drago and Steve Rogers, Rockflex relies on the twin scientific principles of star maths and wishy thinking to rebuild the individual from the inside out. Repetitive weaponry, limited availability, niche usability. With Rockflex, these are problems of the past. At Rockfit Industries, we are about using the right tool for the right job, regardless of what that tool might be. Listen to what one of our satisfied users in the People's Liberation Army has to say. Those brave boys got yoked with yuck, and I promise you, for $15,000 in two months, we'll have you going from rock fat to rock fit with rock flex. For more information, visit our sister company on Facebook under The Bolter Club or on Twitter at Bolter Club. The first step begins with you with a little push from us. We're Rock Fit Industries, solving the problems of tomorrow today. So let's talk new stuff. The scooters dropped this week. They're mm-hmm. here. Yes, finally. Um, and catching the folks up, uh, if folks didn't know, Josh is a collector of both Mythos and Mercs. And there is a certain Gribbly that's coming this summer. We can't talk about right now. But it's coming, and I think you're going to be a big fan. Excellent. Yeah. But we can talk about the scooters. Yes. Uh, Scott and I covered the PLA build your own adventure squad. We broke it down. We, you basically, you get two boxes of those and you can build any configuration that you want. Having Tesla health squad with the Tesla sticks mm-hmm. is very scary. Yeah. I mean, I mean, playing against steel guard is scary anyway with that improved save they have and damage resilience. They can be a thorn in your side, but now with those Tesla sticks, if you get close to them, because they're not very fast. I don't see them 
springing across the board. I mean, they, they already have their cousins that do that with the rocket packs. Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't help but think that on the PLA front, folks are going to get yucked up. Yucked up real bad. Yeah. Because when, when, Ma- when Master Yuck shows up and, and we start seeing these lists come out and mm-hmm. he's in, in there contributing going, oh, don't worry, guys. We're elite all the time. Yeah. That's, that can get pretty get scary. Yeah, especially with the with those monsters getting stunned with Tesla sticks. It's not something I enjoy. No, you don't like that. <laughs> I don't want you know, that. No, you and I have had a few rounds, and you do not like it when stun tokens get passed out to oh, the big no. guys. No, but But to Mercs, Scott and I have talked about what a what an amazing unit that it is. Two units, really. You've got mm-hmm. the Tank Buster unit, and then you've got the, the Recon unit. Get them all in one box, which is awesome. That is awesome. I mean, it's a little higher ticket price, but there's no chasing, right? It's like, I'm in. I got them. I got two squads if I want them. Uh, With the studio adding some some flair, you can add, you know, a couple, add some unique unique bikes. Mm -hmm. You and I missed out because they went out so fast. You you called me up and said, hey, man, let's put an order together. I'm like, yeah, no problem. Thinking like, I'll do it on the weekend, but we'll knock this out. They're gone less than two days. I'm like, sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. And, uh, you know, and then the next wave drop, you know, like I said, the, the studio starting to condition us to look on Thursday mornings <laughs> yep, at their website. I do. <laughs> and then that batch went super fast. And then, you know, the batch after that. Uh, so we had to call up some friends and see what we could do. And they are, uh, they're going to do their best to hook us up. So mm-hmm. more more on that, that on the on the alternate side later. Awesome. So have you had a chance to look at the scouts and see how they fit for you? Yeah, no. Um, the I mean, uh, the models are really fun. Um, and you know, when they first previewed them, you know, months and months ago, I actually did a little research too because I was like, "Was this a real thing?" And then they were, you know, which is hilarious, you know, to think about. But no, I, I think just the the ability to the raid ability is just going to be amazing. And then that's kind of, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun to use them with my, my cultists in particular, just cause you know, I could take a lot of uh, saboteurs for some, some anti vehicle options, but having these bikes with a raid option will be awesome. And just the speed and capability to getting around the board, really looking forward to trying those out, you know, maybe two squads, you know, and, uh, and see how they do, but, um, but being able to hide, pop out and get back. Yeah. Really tempting. I, th- I think this has got a ton. I mean, this unit has a chance to be really annoying for a lot of people. Yeah. With all that speed, all of that range four anti-infantry, you know, rank one DACA they've got. Mm-hmm. The, and with the, like I said, the bonus of, you know, throwing some recoilless rifle, you know, blaps in there with it for kicks. Right. Yeah. That's, <clears throat> and that's always been the problem, right? Yeah. Watching you play, your mythos, if you've been really smart about it, especially in your approach, protecting your big guys from uh, reactive fire, mm-hmm. you know, by ending your move at a certain place to help, you know, to reduce the chance of getting shot up on the way in. <laughs> right. But you know, as well as I do, as we've, before the addition of the, the more recent releases, having Nadir, having a few things, you know, come in was you had, once you put yourself out there, to do your damage, you know, it's like, uh, I sure hope this works. Yeah. Cause you're, you're now in the wind. Yeah. You know, the, the death ray, uh, rail guns and uh, the Migos, oh, right. The Migos, you yeah. know, you know, cause they would, they've got great guns, mm-hmm. but they have to put themselves in line of sight in order to do stuff. Yeah. And they're, they take their shot 
and then they're, they're there because you know, <laughs> then someone goes, Oh, we can't have that happen anymore. <laughs> so to be able to, you know, have a raid unit in a mythos line just to help chop the infantry down yeah, and a little bit of light support going against vehicles, chipping away at, at walkers or, or whatever. I mean, that's gotta, that's gotta be a thumbs up. Yeah. Plus for, I mean, I uh, forget. Is it thirteen for the anti-tank unit and ten? I think for the. I think so. Yep. For the recon. Well, that and you know they they recently well, a few months ago it came out with a mortar squad for the Mercs, which we picked up, and uh, and I do have the Mickey that has the mortar on it. So just having that recon option, mm -hmm. you know, with the, some additional mortar squads and a Merc force will be a lot of fun to try too. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that myself. Like I said, got my mortar team. I still need to paint my. Uh, mortar walker, my Mickey on that, yeah. but uh, I'm glad I picked that Mickey one up. Grinder, I, think it is. I like the decimator too because the decimator has the ability to call it in as well. Oh, okay, and being a level four vehicle, a little thicker, yeah. not much, yeah. but the re the scout team I think is less points than the decimator is too. So mm -hmm. it's it's, it's going to be an interesting trade. Another tool in the toolbox to start mixing right. it up with, right? Right, a lot of fun options now. I can't help but speculate a little bit. Because I got real excited when I, when we saw the the scooter team, and we're like, "Oh man, who could we put in there with them?" You know, come in because I, I have this thing. I, I love the love the heroes of Dust, and I love the different combinations. And you know, can you put them in this squad? Can you put them in that squad? Mm -hmm. So I got real excited when we found out Thelma and Louise were a character scout mm -hmm. a scooter. And I was like, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. And then I find out they're a loner. Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's still lurking. It's still out there. It hasn't shown its face yet. The Barking Luther, a 12 barreled, yeah, Urquilus rifle walker, is still, um, you know, I'm not sure when it's coming, but I know, you know, like I, I've seen a picture of it painted. So I know it exists. It's not just a, uh, uh, a 3D design floating out on the internet somewhere. Like somebody painted one. So I'm like, oh, okay. You know, so. so must be bold. Well, I'm, I'm like, when? Yeah. When's it going to be my time? Because I was, I, I've talked about in the past how I'm a little, little, little spooked by it because it is being a mercenary unit. Anybody can take it. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know what the points are. I don't, um, I mean, I look at the chassis that it's on. And it could be, I mean, it could be anything. It could be a level three vehicle where or it could be a level five vehicle, you know, based on what, what, what it is. And it's probably going to be on the lower end, but that's still a lot of DACA. I mean, that's a crazy amount of DACA. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, you had a troop squad. Or, you know, you had a small vehicle, you know, a, a lighter vehicle. It's not. Yeah. That's a whole lot of shots coming down field. And then, like I said, you talk about putting Alex in it. Just whatever the point cost is, add mm -hmm. three more because why not? Yeah. I mean, you're going to make yeah. those shots count. Yeah. That one turn you need it, it's going to happen. You and I both have played with Alex in the walkers. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I, I put mine in a Raider. I think you did too. Yep. And I flopped. I, I still missed. It didn't matter that she was expert, but <laughs> she's, she's all worth the three points. Yeah. I mean, that's the, 
I've always talked about what the best two points to spend in the, in the game, but mm -hmm. she's a solid three points to spend. No problems. Yeah, yeah, sure. Come on in. You know, like love to have you. Exactly. Well, that said, sir, as we round the corner, is there anything else you want to cover or let the good people know? Yeah, I can't think of anything else. Just uh, looking forward to getting some games in in the future. Maybe some more happy chats. Appreciate it, as always. And uh, also, thank you again for helping us out with our super secret uh, campaign project mm -hmm. we're working on. Uh, one of the things you and I are both big fans of is narrative gaming. And we're going to be uh, debuting our new campaign here shortly. We're almost there. We want to get everything terrain-wise painted up. The weather is not cooperated. And I, yeah. I, I still work on a, on a rattle can basis. And it has been far too cold to do the rattle, rattle can shake oh, yeah. here. It might be a little bit before I have it all prettied up, but we're much closer thanks to you. So mm -hmm. thank you, my friend. Thanks for coming out. And we will see you in future episodes. Yeah, definitely. Thanks again. Well, good brothers and good sisters, instead of editing the next episode, Fate has dealt us a strange hand. So we're going to do a little more platoon talk straight out of Kowloon. Some of you have may have picked up on the Android update to the Dust and List app, and a whole bunch of new files were pushed through. Now, myself, I have an iOS, so I have not seen them on my phone just yet update pending soon tm so i've been told however good brother scott rocking the old android has got a few things to share so we were kicking around over dinner looking at different things and we have a new platoon we want to add and i'm gonna let you bring it in brother all right the platoon is straight out of kowloon I don't care. That's what we're calling it. You can call it whatever you want. All right. What do you want to call it? You want to call it the Peking Death Star? Well, let's we'll All let, right. we'll let the let the let the listener decide. We will let the good friends and neighbors decide what they want to call it. Put it to a vote. Drumhead court. There you go. Vote now. Here's my one eight hundred number. We'll vote now. Polls are open. The polls are yeah. open. Yes. Yeah. So we either yeah, we'll leave it up to you. The people, Peking Death Star, or straight out of Kowloon, either one. Starring our favorite commissar hero, Commissar Poon, our only commissar hero. Yeah, he's still he's our favorite. Simultaneously, hey, our favorite and only. Just like Meatwad, number one in the hood. G. Yeah, you know he's like <laughs> Colonel Commissar Gaunt. He's the <laughs> only one, so you gotta love him. <laughs> if you don't, he'll shoot you. He'll definitely be the last. So, yeah, he's he's going to be the command, as it were. He is he's filling that big block. Uh, other required units for this one. Two other, actually three other required units. Two of them coming from the fancy new, uh, <laughs> what do you want to call it? the 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 Spetsnaz swap. Well, uh, in case folks didn't have, haven't seen the images, uh, the new PLA squads. It looks like they're getting another build-your-own-adventure. Not to be confused with the PLA Steel Guard. These are rank one 
Infantry Build Your Own Adventures. And not to be confused for folks who have been uh, fans for a bit, we saw some uh, the Vietnamese the Vietnamese support. Not those either. We're talking PLA units that look extremely yoked. I mean, this is like right out of my heart. Like I always blow the scale out. These are the biggest PLA cats I've ever seen. No, they've been doing that Ivan Drago stuff. You know, they're like, hey, Spetsnaz. Hey, Ivan the Butcher, how you get so strong? All I'm saying is Hercules Hernandez, rest in power, would be so happy. Because we're talking 50 C's of Dynaball through those veins daily, baby. These guys are yoked. 50 PLAs of Dynaball. <laughs> so, yeah, uh it's this so this can build what like like five different five different units four different units they can build a whole bunch yep uh just a rough comparison not exactly uh think of the mercenary build your own adventure squad and in, in that box you've got a rocket launcher a sniper and a, anti-air you got the you got the well, it's the rocket launcher yeah that's right. rocket launcher it's not a bazooka it's, it's, it's rocket launcher right and then you get a um uh a rifle Right. And then you got uh, Thompson's. Thompson's. So it looks like from the pictures, the if it's a build your own adventure squad, you'll get a flamethrower, an RPG, a machine gun, and then assault rifle models. So they've built around that some really interesting uh, squads. And they're using, we were joking about the yoked look because they're using the Spetsnaz rank one bodies, machetes and all, and machetes and weapons and all. But they're putting the Cooley hat plastic heads from the PLA assault squads, the SMG squads that came in the starter. Well, it's, it's the cap. No, oh, okay, it's, so it's, it's the it's, Chinese volunteer it's cap. China, yeah, it's the Chinese volunteer okay. cap with the red star on it and everything. Yeah. So it, they just have these big, broad shoulders, and they look, they look, they ripped. They look like yeah. They've been doing some Dynaball. There, there's, there's a lot of protein in that diet. You no, know, no, they look like Rick Steiner. You know, I'm gonna probably model one of these dudes with some little little chainmail hat. You know, <laughs> and just have him go around. <laughs> big Papa Pump got you hooked no, up. No, Big Papa Poon. Yeah, right? Big Papa Poon. That's what we should call the the the, uh, the platoon. Big Papa Poon got your hook up. Holla! Yeah, he's just you doing. Me. He's just doing push-ups in the middle of the, <laughs> the middle of the mat. One arm push-ups, just yeah. knocking him out. So anyway, uh, required items for this one. Uh, yeah. First one's going to be the PLA Demolition Squad, which is seven points. So dirt cheap. These are level one dudes. Yep. Three, five. They fast. Very yes. fast. V, V fast. V trigger, V fast. Yes. Uh, what do they have? Uh, basics. They've got three automatic rifles, which is pretty standard. These are the, the range four rifles, whatever. Nothing too crazy there. Two RPGs. Range three RPGs, standard Spetsnaz RPGs. You know, does the five damage to rank four tanks, yep. which is always strong. So you get two of those. And then the big thing, two flamethrowers. Yeah, very different. These aren't, this is not a Spetsnaz clone. They just didn't grab all the Spetsnaz units and then put the volunteer cap heads of the models. This is a, this is a, a they got their own jam, they got their own flavor. 
But like, listen to the the different things in that. You got you have your anti infantry with the automatic rifles at range. You got two RPGs for your anti tank and two flamethrowers for when something gets really close and you don't want it to live. This is as big a fan of the Indac security team as you are. Right. I'm a big fan of the kill team for Spetsnaz because they're walking around with the flamethrower, a couple RPGs, a couple ARs. They can solve your problem, whatever yeah. it is. This thing here, this dim, this PLA demolition squad. If you got a problem on the ground, they they can help you deal with it. It's like sure. the A team, you yeah. know, that you, you call them. They may or may not show up. We should probably give them a van. We do, we we got something kind of like that. Yeah, maybe. So that's one of the requirements: the PLA yeah. demolition squad. We got Poon PLA demolition squad. Other requirement is going to be the PLA fire squad, which, as we all know, fire squad means lots of DACA, 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 DACA for days. For days. Uh, six points, so fairly cheap for a five man squad. Once again, three five level one, two machine guns at range six, and three automatic rifles at range four. They it's like the it's like the NDAC battle squad. It is just machine. It is just shooty for days. Yep. And if if we're get, we're doing a little bit of guessing here, if this if this build your own adventure box follows the mercenary box, yes, you're going to need two boxes to build the demolition squad. We chose to take the fire squad as the second unit in this platoon. Because it would be the complement to it. You would still be able to build it without pulling models out of your demo squad. You could fill them both cleanly with two boxes. And the last required that we need for this one, because as always with PLA, and any really, with the SSU in general, we love those PT-47 variants. We do. We're gonna, our favorite, as we all know, is the KD Usher. We've moved away from the KD Usher for the moment. We've decided to throw in the PT-47E, which is the missile pod, which is going to be the, basically it's the anti-air version. It's the missile pod with salvo. You know, they go, that's 2.5, level 3 vehicle, 4 HP, you know, double blast against everything, except when we come to air, where it's doing, you know, against level 2, which everything is level 2 right now, pretty much, is going to be 4 shots for 2 damage apiece. You salvo it. You're going to have eight shots for two damage apiece. You're probably going to wreck whatever whatever aircraft is going to come near you. Yeah, what's the range on that one? Uh, the range is 12. Yeah, that will that will help. And it's a fast mover too. 2-5, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it, it, you know, granted, it's going to die if it gets hit by something, but it's there. This is the – this is something to stop the aircraft that could really – you know, PLA, they play a lot of infantry. What could really mess up infantry if you don't have an answer for it? Yep. Aircraft. Artillery and aircraft. Yep. But, uh, you know, like if I was playing against the against anybody playing PLA, I'd be like, cool, I'm going to bring some some airplanes, bring some allies with, uh, you know, with whatever the flyers that they have with their bo- their strafing rule, or their, their bombing run. And I'm like, I'm just going to delete four squares at a time. Yep. Also, this uh, variant, this uh, PT variant, that's not limited ammo. So you're rocking and rolling every turn. You oh, just, oh, yeah. You, you just make the choice whether you're going to salvo or not. Yeah. And it's double blast for one damage a piece, right? So yeah. it's like if something gets, you know, at range 12, if, you know, it can delete infantry too. Yeah. You know, it's, it's going to be 10 dice against a, fly, a five man squad. Like, you're probably dead. Well, let's, let's circle back to our boy, Commissar Poon, because. He's been he's been around for a while, but you never you never hear about him because uh, let's be fair, it's not the PLA bench is, has not been very deep. No, not so. Not and, and, he, and he's been overshadowed by the the Gemini twins, Dragon and Phoenix. 
And he was included in the PLA command box, but again, no love for Poon. So let's, real quickly, he is a 3-5 mover. He's rank one, so he'll fit right in with either one of these squads. Uh, standard, he has four wounds. He's expert with his demo. He's carrying a demo charge, so he's expert with that. He has fighting spirit. And it's the good one. It's the one where, whether it's uh, sustained or normal attack, everybody becomes expert. Fighting spirit, and you put him with a group that has flamethrowers? Oh, no. Yeah, oh, no, indeed. And so here's a little bit of icing on the cake. He's a commissar. He has the commissar trait. And he's the, as far as I know, I'm not super well-read, but I think he's the only hero commissar in the SSU which means he's the only hero that can come back if the squad's eliminated. For based on the commissar rule. Oh, based it, on the commissar If they rule. are removed from play, I think that's what yeah. the rule says, or if they're removed from the game and they come back, he gets to come back so with them. Normally when you're playing a reserve mission, if you have a hero attached, like for my example, Red Yana, I get her murdered every time. That's her job. And she comes out, I put her in a squad, they go, and when I remember that I have Ace and I roll it and I get to do stuff, they get counterpunched right off the table. And then the squad comes back, but she can't because that's the way the game works. So that leads us to, so why are we bringing all these models together? And I think Poon's always been cool. I think he's been riding the bench too long. So I want to make him a superstar. You, you wish to atone for the ghosts of Poon past. Yes, okay. very much so. And I'm thinking straight out of Kowloon slash Peking Death Star, whatever the people want to call it. I think this platoon rule adds the reserve rule to whatever mission you're playing. And that if you have no reserves, then you reserve one. If you are playing a mission with reserve, it increases it by one. So if you're playing reserve one and now reserve two, because you're rocking poon and his boys, you got to take the whole thing. What's the what? Are, what's our way in on points? Twenty-seven points. You still got plenty of points to take whatever else you need for your PLA. If you want to rock, if you want to get yoked with Yuck and bring Steel Guard PLA in, charge up those Tesla sticks. If you want to bring in, all, you know, the twins, whatever else you want to do, you've got more than enough points. I think you were just messing around, and you took. I took one of everything. You took the heaviest platoon in the game, which is. The, the Gemini twins. The Dragon and Phoenix, People's Liberation. For, yeah, yeah, it's got the 20-point Tengu tax, but it's not a Tengu. It's the, 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 the Type 47. It's called the Type 47 because the yeah. platoon is 47 points, I think. Yeah. And then you added in the other stuff. You know, I think we added in uh, a bunch of the new units, like one of each. We added in a Katie Yusha. We added in. This PT-47 with the, with Yeah. It's and an observer that came up to 110 exactly. We had all the bases covered. We had anti-air. We had artillery. We had Tesla. They're like six squads of infantry, yeah. four vehicles. Yeah, and it's like yeah, okay, this is fine. And we had you know, we were multi-threat. We had a bunch of different ways we could go at it. So I don't think this platoon will get in the way of taking the fun, other fun toys that you want to play with because they're the rule of cool. Or if you're looking just to fill out the roster and trying to cover all the bases you can. This is a fast – PLA are fast as hell. 
I, I, there is so much fun that's going to be had with, with PLA forces. And they've been waiting a long time. And we've talked about it in previous episodes of the starter coming out and it's been kind of quiet. And then they got their command squad, what, last year, almost two years ago. Right. And, it, you know, so now, the, the, you know, I mean, the to, tumblers have fallen into place. This is going to be a full fledged I mean, to rock say, and roll. To, you know, to quote, you know, Paul Atreides, you know, father, the sleeper has so awakened. <laughs> and one thing with this, I think uh, I'm going to angle this one. You can, you can argue with me if you want, which is fine. Uh, I would say that the reserve rule that you add to this has to apply to the core platoon, not anything you've added into Correct. this platoon. Correct. Because I don't want to be like, well, I'm going to attack in a Type 47 there and get the reserve on well, that no, guy. I think this is definitely a gimmick yes. platoon. Much but like Ekaterina. Like like, like just like Ekaterina. It's like, look, it doesn't matter what else you plug in there. That ability only applies to her and Yeah, so and the, the reserve in this case would apply to whatever squad. If, if you so choose to put Poon in a squad, which you should, yeah. Any other, so either the the two PLA infantry squads, the vehicle possibly as well, yeah. Or and Poon himself. Yep. One of those yeah. is the reserve. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't split off. It's got to be in the from this core. This this platoon doesn't get any bigger. Exactly. It, it's it weighs what it weighs. It is what it is. And it weighs twenty seven points. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. So there you are, peeps. I would love. I, I can't wait to, to no. You to could, wind you, this you one. Don't up. call them peeps, man. You got to call them poons. My, Come I mean, on, my poons. I got to be real careful with that one. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if I crack another one of those. So, all right, folks, get your PLA on. It's going to get, it's going to get really real. You know, instead of the Goonies, we should call them the Poonies. Cause you know, they should be rolling up in there and be like, Poonies never say die. Yeah. Especially the reserve one. Yeah. Totally. Corey Feldman, call us. Let's put this together. And his name is Cheese Frenchie. You know, Scott, we got some, uh, got a little chatter, got a little feedback from our previous couple segments on the past couple episodes you know we we had that play test game with greg and we got some chatter back from greg and greg does not agree with our particular narrative how that game went down he is you know just catch everybody up real fast uh we had a play test game with greg and he was playing his ninjas which is uh i understand a swedish for ninja and he was breaking them out it's the first time I'd seen him play him. And we played our game, had a great time. And I made a comment that Greg forgot his rules, just like I do. And Greg came back, gave us a little chatter, and said, no, I did not forget my rules. Now, me, growing up, Mississippi Delta, I don't let facts get in the way of a good story. I feel like it's more important to be vain of truth, but more entertaining. So obviously I defer from his opinion. But I will say this. Greg was definitely out of his comfort zone. Would you not agree? Well, I mean, yes. I mean, I don't, how, how would you say that you were able to 
remove him from said comfort zone? Did you slide him the underhanded biscuit full of dangerous gluten? No, I would not poison a good brother. Uh, I think the right way to, the right way to tell this is the secret to beating Greg in the middle. Just beat him down in the middle of the game board. You must first become the Greg. You no. must get inside the Greg's head. And the way, the fastest way there, is you bait him out to playing more than five activations. See, when he was playing his ninjas, he was drunk with options. He had just units running all over the board, and he's not used to it. And he didn't know it. He's completely befuddled, didn't know what to do first. He just had too many options. Because you, you and I have been watching Greg for a while, and he's a solid player when he's adopted his Cena attack formation, the five activations of Doom. You get him outside the five. You start adding on six, seven, eight, nine. You got him. I mean, that's that's. I mean, from what I know of John Cena, if you if you go above five, that's that's pay per view material. You're paying the flat forty nine ninety five for that one. Yeah. So no, that's you get him outside his five. You got you got his ass in a bear trap. So I dare I ask, what are the five activations of Doom? Well, they usually three of them are going to be. The, the the monsters, right? The two of the spawns. He likes running the. I'm gonna take a shot, everybody. We're gonna butcher a name. The Narlathep. The rotten the, the Nair. Yeah, that's two shots. The flamethrower screamer. You know he rocks it. I mean he's very good at using it. He's he's always in the right place for at the right time. So much props. They usually got Lilith and a squad of the cultists in tow. But I'm telling you, all I got to do is bait him to play something with more than five activations. It's only a matter of time. Maybe a matter of turns. We should see if he can play KB-47 drop. <laughs> That's five activations, right? I get more than that. I mean, obviously, depending on what size game you play. But, yeah, I usually have more than five. Just letting you know, friends and neighbors, if you're playing Greg and you want to take him to school, rules, remembering or not. Make it go longer than five periods. <laughs> that bell's ringing. You know, it's like, oh, crap, it's time for lunch. And Greg's like, I'm out. It's lunchtime. It's like, no, dude, you got study hall, dog. Yeah. <laughs> then after that, you got practice. And then if you're lucky, maybe dad will come and pick you up after work. But that's only if he's not staying late with overtime. You're walking. <laughs> and as we all know, it's a long road. It's a long road. When you're all alone. She said hook music. If we could only see him. It's time once again to return to a fairly new segment of the show, and that is unsolicited plugs and shout outs. This time, I think I'm going to talk about one of my kind of ties in with my whole collector gene theory I have where I got to catch them all. But part of it, too, is just to pass on the hookup knowledge 
of trying to complete your set or complete your build for dust 1947 a little i don't think it's a well-known secret but one of the things that i did as i got into dust or returned to dust i should say a couple of years ago in building my collection it's a fairly good sized miniature line and not everything is in production as fans can easily tell you one of the things i discovered was having noble knight in our backyard here in their their specialty is the out of print stuff stuff that you can't find anymore it was almost two years they moved their location to just outside the city here and opened up a very large very nice looking retail store attached to their their warehouse they have a ton of dust stuff that from you know obviously as they carry all the recent stuff you know we got hooked up with dust usa and they've got all the new you know they carry all the new releases and current inventory but they also have a ton of stuff from the studio that's still in box it hasn't been opened now you will find both because they they do a lot of of opened or loose uh miniature uh, sales people you know are trading in their old collection moving on moving in so you'll find stuff still in box you'll find stuff that's loose and the pricing is is all over but i've been scott and i have both been mining in that uh <laughs> particular uh gold vein for a while picking out things here and there and sometimes their catalogers don't know what they have yeah <laughs> And then, and then since sometimes, you know, things are, might be a little high, but it's, but there's also, I mean, you know, just for example, like there's 12 different pounders entries in there. Some are loose, some are still in box, some are in the old fantasy flight mm -hmm. packaging, some are in the, the more current packaging and it's to each their own. I mean, if you're out there trying to find something, to complete your collection or you want to to use units that are that are in the game but they're not available it might be worth your time to go looking at the noble knight website and filter it by dust and they've even broken it down by block so if you're looking for like ssu you've got a couple different keywords you can put in to, to narrow that search field down and it's there's some gold left in there for sure. I mean, there's all and, just, and because of the volume of business they do, there's always stuff being added. Well, perfect example is that our, our friend Tim from Racine came to one of our dust days. Yep. You know, and he's been playing the game almost since the beginning, from what I understand, and came to dust day, looked around. So I was like, found that premium Mickey ARV that, you know, doesn't exist, has not existed for a very long time. I mean, he's just like, yoink, mine. Yep instantly like no questions asked like he's like i haven't seen this model for for years yeah and i'm glad you brought that up because one i missed him i hope you're doing well the there's a lot of premium in there they they bought everything that the studio at one time produced so there's all kinds even of, stuff from the kickstarter yeah they, like i got the angela too from the kickstarter yeah i picked up red yana and a couple of the arms that were the variants yep. for the tropicals. So there's a ton, ton of stuff to go through. And and they even got the old, the old kits, the flaming turtle kit, the, the, 
the big uh, Yosef. Oh yeah, yeah, the one on the, the skis. The, yeah, the thirty-five scale. They've got those kits. So, and those are going to be a little higher price because you can't find those. Anywhere. Well, that's where that's where Ben and I got that really good deal on the original coffin box. Yep. You know, yeah, yeah, for like two hundred bucks for your coffin box, straight up. It was like okay. Yep. So no, I was. It was still. It was still in plastic too. Yeah, it was still sealed. Everything untouched. Yeah, they didn't know what they had. So again, there's there's gold to be found if you're willing to look for it. And I've used it a lot. I had a bunch of unopened um, kits and things that I had picked up, whether it was prize support or going to events or stuff I bought for projects and never used. And I basically swapped it out. I turned it in for store credit and that's how I picked, expanded my dust model collection in a short amount of time so I could do online games and have models to represent for other, other people's forces. And it helped out a bunch for me. I was able to get a decent representation of, of most of the armies just so we could, we could plunk them down and play with them. So it's, there's a lot of value there and I recommend it highly to go check it out. If you're looking for something, uh, that's not available to you right now that you know, eventually it'll all come back around, but let's be honest, it, it might be a couple years. But and it beats circling around on eBay all day, trying to find somebody that's posted something only yeah. to get beat out at the last second. Yeah. Don't like being sniped or just, you know, not waking up in time to get on for that. Ooh, I gotta bring that. Man. <laughs> Man. The alarm was set. No, I was busy talking to your dumb ass and didn't go over and do it. Uh, I needed that model. Okay. <laughs> it was you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am that user, Hot Stonk 1969. <laughs> ha! It was me. Yeah, it was a unit I was going to use with the Hot Stonk too, damn it. Our friends over at the Game Chef's online store, had, they have an eBay store. I don't, well, I don't know if it's Game Chef's. That's probably the wrong name, but I can't think of it right now. But they, they have got a bunch of uh, stuff up there and i was going to track down one of those spetsnaz assault squads damn it it will look great in my army your unit it's a start it's a start so anyway check out noble knight you might find something that you can't live without you might find something that you can't get anywhere else but if you do find something there let them know that the bolter club sent you I'm going to pull up that Koenig's Wotan, see what that's all about. Ten wounds, level seven, quad laser, 26 points. That's a 